Hey, hey, hey. Real, come here real quick. Come here. Yeah, real quick, real quick. Get over here. What? 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 What do you mean, what? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What are you smiling for? Yeah, right, right now. Get, come here. Pathetic. Just pathetic. You're embarrassing yourself. I'm not having a laugh, all right? <laughs> yeah, what, what, what? Is this funny, huh? Some kind of game? Listen. Listen to me. It's time to go. I don't know. I don't care. I don't. Just look at yourself. You're a hot mess. Yep. Things get intense on a day's clipcast when a bouncy and bubbly birthday girl makes a terrible fool of herself and apparently makes a terrible fool of her high-strung and no-nonsense boyfriend. But can you really blame this guy? I mean, what would you do if your girlfriend was being a silly little idiot in her tipsy, emotional state? Just elated and in front of company, no less. And she had the nerve to trampoline with her closest girlfriends, flipping and flopping and falling and stupidly giggling like some stupid giggly girl. It's a crash course on the basics of brotherhood, the burden of a secret freshened up with a splash of Bobby's and Biscuits. All right, you know like how they have the, uh, you know, for our era anyway. Where were you when, during 9-11? Now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. forget, forget that question for a second, but, you know, there's, like, code orange, code red, code yellow, terror alert. Oh, uh, yeah, the, what, yeah. What's, what's that, <clears throat> what's that barometer? I don't know. Oh, God, what is that called? I don't think they, do they still do that? Threat? Threat level. Threat level red. Yeah, and they'd keep, like, moving it just to, like, fuck with you. It's like, oh, are you thinking about voting Democrat? Are you, okay, are you the threat about, level is <laughs> orange now. Are you thinking about not going out shopping this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> threat level, you know, teal. <laughs> anyway, uh, for this one, as far as red flags go, threat level murderous rage red. <laughs> Wow, that's pretty red. Um, I don't know if it's that. I mean, for the sake of, from what I read uh, of it, what I've gleaned from the cursory look, the glance, the once through, uh, yeah, there are some quite quite the murderous rage red flag here. Ooh. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, hopefully it's funny too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. My boyfriend wants me to cut off contact with his brother after his brother defended me in an argument. She is 21 years old, and her boyfriend is 24. Okay. 
We're going to call his boyfriend uh, Brock. Wait, Brock? Brock. Not Barack. I think you said Barack at no. first, and I was like, dude, what does Obama have to do with this? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this it's, one's not Obama's fault. Yeah. Um, Brock? Uh, it does sound like Brock, doesn't it? Yeah. I, think I can't we, do it. Yeah. I was thinking of, you know, uh, you know that Pokemon? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah, like he, well, the stone, he's like the stone yeah, he's like gym the stone. Leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, shit, man, give me a name, brother. Give me a name. Uh, like a Hank. strong name. Hank. Hank. Duke. <laughs> Duke. I like that better. Like it's Duke. a dog's name, too. That's my favorite. Isn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah. I Dude, know. that's better. We got to go with Duke. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny like this is some, this is some happenstance dude like one of my favorite names ever is duke and i was always gonna name my dog duke that's so funny you say that my grandfather had a neighbor whose dog was duke next door i always loved that dog duke <laughs> like remember duke nukem yeah uh, yeah anyway suck on my boomstick google google it guys check out youtube a very like satirical, hyper masculine <laughs> video game hunk man. Yeah. Modeled after Arnold Schwarzenegger. Duke. Anyway, Duke and I have been, this is her boyfriend now. Duke is her boyfriend now. Duke and I have been together for two years. I have known his brother, who we will call R, but for our purposes, we're going to call him Ronnie. Ronnie? Yeah. Okay. Ronnie. <clears throat> Uh, this is his brother, who I, I'll call his brother Ronnie for the, uh, most of the time, she says. Well, I say. We've always gone on well. I th- think her boyfriend, maybe both those people. The whole situation started with my 21st birthday. Another birthday post, huh? Wait, so they're British too, though. They've always gone on well? Oh, Dana. Gotten <sighs> on well. Okay, we're not there yet, maybe. That's British. Eh, we'll see. How much you want to bet on it? I don't, I want to keep... For this angry post, I want to, for the anger that we're about to, I think, run into. Dude, British, I know, angry British I, people you're going to make me angry just thinking about it. Okay. Yeah, you're right. We don't, we want organic, we want to be unbiased, so we yeah. don't want to judge them just for their Britishness. And again, we have had some redemptive UK posters. I can't remember them, uh. if you say so. <laughs> we had a party at home with 20 or so friends and, uh, of the family. Ronnie was, of course, present. Not, of course, for me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know Ronnie. Of course is another way of saying obvious. And it's not, of course, and it's or not obvious, obvious. Yeah. to us. We don't know you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ronnie was, of course, present at the party, <laughs> along with a few other members of uh, Duke's family. The party... <laughs> Shut up, Data. The party was going reasonably well. As it started to get later, I started to get a little tipsy, and most of the guests had started to go home. It eventually got down to a drunken little group made up of myself, Duke, Ronnie, and a couple of my girlfriends. This is her birthday, mind you, okay? Right. We were sitting outside, and one of my girlfriends decided to get on the trampoline. (laughs) She managed to execute a pretty cool flip. And I <laughs> do you think that's a okay? That's such a funny comment to me. Yeah, she managed to execute it. Um, I'll say this: uh, uh, What's your trampoline history like? Uh, I had one for a while. 
Yeah. It's actually. Well, la dee da. All right. Okay. I also tried to have sex with a girl on one once, okay. um, but it was wet outside. We were at a party at a friend's house. We were looking for a place to do it. Tried to get on there. It's just too fucking cold. That's I'll, a whole other story. I'll tell you what. And I have another story. That does bring some memories back that of me trying to make some moves on some trampolines. I can't remember if they're successful or not. And certainly it wasn't uh, sex, but that's interesting. You have another trampoline story? I yeah, I kind of... <clears throat> so uh, one of the... I, I love my dad very much, but one of my dad's worst qualities is that he... Can't execute a flip? Yeah, <laughs> on a trampoline. <laughs> that is a really funny image. If you, I don't think you've met my dad, but no, uh, yeah, my, my dad is also seventy-one, by the way. But anyway, uh, <laughs> he will give gifts and buy presents that are for like multiple people, sort of. So uh, we were we just adopted my sister, mm-hmm. and she was like five at the time. And it was my 15th birthday, and he bought me a trampoline. And then, like, as soon as, like, we set that it up, like he's like... sounds like you got you a sister, too. What? It sounds like you got you a sister, too. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, yeah. So I got you and a trampoline, so, sorry. So, and he's like, yeah, this will be great for... And, like, oh. he does stuff like this yeah. constantly, yeah. where he'll be like, oh, like, this is something for the whole house, but I'm going to give it to your mother for Christmas. <laughs> so it's like, oh, yeah. I could... I could kill two birds with one stone on this expense. And it was just like, here's a hot tub. Yeah. (laughs) 15 year old Dana. I know you've always wanted one. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) This is going at our house, but uh, you can't take it with you. And yeah, he does stuff like this. But anyway, so there's a lot of uh, trauma involved with me and uh, the giving, the giving and taking of trampolines. That's funny. Uh, It was was just retrieved from my house. We just gave it away. There's no longer that trampoline. Yeah, they're really dangerous. Actually, I think without those nets. But um, we had a net. Yeah, I didn't. The ones that I was jumping on, I didn't. But uh, I, I, I kind of bring it up because I was just trying to put myself in like this, watching this pretty cool flip happen and <laughs> i'm gonna wager it was a front flip because personally backflips that i've tried i just i'm coward dude honestly i can't commit to a backflip as a trampoline owner yes um <laughs> once you know how to do a backflip okay they're actually way easier than front really flips. okay yeah I'm a wuss when it comes to it, I think. They're just like so much easier because what you learn is that you're actually flipping wrong and you can flip wrong to do the front flip. (laughs) You have to get so much more air to do it. But if you know what you're fucking doing, doing a backflip is so... I I can do it without bouncing. I can just do it straight from the ground of the trampoline. strangely enough, not drinking as we are now, but this strangely enough really makes me want to go try this. So they're all drunk. It's her birthday. <laughs> yeah. So they're sitting outside. One of the, her girlfriends decided to get on the trampoline. She managed to execute a pretty cool flip. And I expressed, I love how like, like almost like scientific she's been. Oh, yeah. She's emotionally distancing Ex- herself yeah. from what's happening. Yeah. yeah. So and he's about to say it's not cool. Oh, uh, Dana. <laughs> I mean, I know I kind of told you that already. You you're, didn't. You're but- so fucking right. Just like this, <laughs> let's let's look at this. No, I did. I did. I said, you know, uh, threat level murderous rage. 
Yeah, Remember? but you didn't say what he was going to talk about. Oh, I'm just no. saying this is where the conflict is coming. I and see. I could tell because of the language she's using to describe this. You're right. <laughs> Why would she mention a trampoline otherwise? Well, she's no, she's bringing it up because it's like, yes, yes, yes. She's like, oh, uh, she executed. She's emotionally distancing herself by oh. using very precise language. So she's getting very concrete and not abstract yep. where emotions lie. She could have said, we're all having fun time. My girlfriend should jump in the trampoline. They were doing a flip. Uh, and I wanted to do one too. Instead of saying, my girlfriend decided, she managed, she did execute, and I expressed. Expressed, <laughs> yeah, yes. I expressed. Yes. I wished okay. I knew how to do one. Yes. My friend talked me into giving it a try. I got on the tramp, stumbled drunkenly, and, <laughs> and fell down laughing. Everyone except Duke was laughing also. It didn't seem like much of an event until Duke got up, muttered, fucking pathetic. Oh, God. In an angry tone. I don't know if you could ever say that not in an angry tone. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking pathetic. pathetic. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Fucking pathetic, you know? Yeah. And then told me that we needed to speak in private. Oh, God. Right. Does that three years on that relationship really give you the right to be this paternalistic dude? Like, apparently, yeah. Jesus, <laughs> that's licensed to, to hopefully not kill. Um, <laughs> I was pretty confused as to what was going on, and drunk by the sound of it, and having a really good birthday. Um, so I asked him why. He answered me with, "Just stop being a stupid cow for a second and come to the bedroom." God, a poet, really. I'll tell you what, like, just me, my opinion, I'm not going to the bedroom. Yeah, that would be my read, uh, but... I'm good, it's my birthday, <laughs> Yeah, quite literally here, and I can do whatever I fucking want, yeah, and, and I'm, I'm not, not going a stupid to no bedroom. Cow. I'm a smart cow. <laughs> just kidding, sorry, I had to. Um, but yeah... God. Okay. So <laughs> what's next? <laughs> so Duke's got <laughs> Duke's got a niche. He's not into it. Okay. Both of my friends and Ronnie looked pretty shocked at this, but before I followed Duke to the bedroom, I told them it was fine and Duke was probably just messing around. Duke can have a real temper sometimes, particularly after a few drinks. But I mean he doesn't you know, go up on a trampoline and... Well, that would be fucking pathetic. (laughs) Fall and slip and laugh with his friends. He isn't a stupid cow. He would never be vulnerable enough to open himself up to that kind of humiliation. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like Bill Bill Hicks says, he doesn't dance. He just crosses his arms, leans against the wall, and drinks whiskey and sweats. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, he's a man, you know. Not gonna embarrass himself, fucking pathetic. So he can have a real temper sometimes, particularly after a few drinks. But I didn't think that would be the case in this instance, as literally all caps, nothing upsetting had happened. Cut to me and my and Duke in the bedroom. He shuts the door and starts really going off. He tells me that I'm a disgusting drunk idiot. 
and that I was showing off like some kind of pathetic wannabe by messing around on the trampoline. This might as well be dancing, right? This might as well be dancing. Like, oh, I don't want to dance anymore. I don't want to dance. And then that one guy that does want to dance gets like within three feet of her and she's enjoying it. And she's like, come here for a second. Fucking pathetic. Fucking whore. God damn it. You're making a fool out of yourself. Look at me. I'm standing here looking dejected and angry at the world, and you look like a fool. You look happy. You're jolly. Unlike me, I'm just angry over here. Your childlike joy is disturbing. God. Fucking God. It's appalling. I love guys like this. They're so fucking unaware of themselves. So real quick. This kind of reminds me, like, uh, maybe it's not going here, the psychology of it, but... I um, mean, it's fair to say, and I, hopefully this one sees the light of day, but we've had one clip cast where a guy was just like, out of nowhere, ego death kind of thing, okay? Yeah. I'm not going there. But I remember one time coming down from Mushrooms, right? Yeah. And I was just laughing so much and uh, about this thing, and it was essentially, I thought it was funny. My friend was apologizing for having a laughing fit about something that was about nothing, you know, just just coming down off mushrooms. And I told him jokingly, Hey, be serious. And there was like a revelation that I had. It's like, we're always trying to check each other and like, Hey, quit enjoying yourself. Be serious. Like act like an adult here. Oh yeah. And this is part of it. You know, like, I don't know, take, I'll just put that on the world, take it or leave it, you know, but I, I think that's that was an, a really interesting epiphany. Again, don't make mushrooms your religion. But yeah. uh, oh god, no. But I, a really interesting epiphany. Like, hey, and I say it now all the time with those friends. I'm like, hey, be serious. Like, and it's it's hilarious. Yeah. I think to add on to that, yeah. when you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. you definitely, and also the more insecure you are, mm-hmm. you see your partner as a projection of you. Or a representation of you. Absolutely. And when you're the kind of guy <clears throat> that hates to dance, <laughs> that likes to cross his arm, and like, oh, fucking kids always getting on their trampolines and doing flippity flops. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> They're doing going around look at me i got a haircut yesterday i go in every three days that's how i look so fucking ridiculous for sure buzz cut yeah Yeah. like what the fuck he probably looks like and he's like look at this person they're in but you know he he would be embarrassed and he sees this as an embarrassment towards himself which is the issue Mm -hmm. but really what that shows is how insecure he is because he sees her as a projection of him right. or as an, a, a representation of him. Yeah. And that is really, that's when you're really insecure that you can't understand that this person that you're in a relationship with is not you. Like yeah. if they're not embarrassing themselves, yeah. they're embarrassing themselves. Right. That's not you that's being embarrassed. Right. That's just them. And there's definitely conversations about being embarrassed by your partner, and right. we, we we talk about that. But I mean, that's a really good point. It's kind of like it's we, like it's like we, when you're it's like when you're. I just really yeah, quick. I'm sorry. Fun. Like when you're younger and you, your parents, you're always embarrassed by your parents, mm-hmm. and then when you get to a certain age, you're like, these people aren't me. Like right. I don't give a fuck what they do. Right. Like they can do all the stupid shit they want. It doesn't really embarrass me. That disentanglement isn't it maybe easier for you than it might be for me or for other people, right? Um, 
I, I, I still think that I, I might be marred uh, by and embarrassed by a partner of mine. Not in this way. I always right. like, hey, be you, have fun within reason, right? Uh, it's it's interesting. I don't know if I read it. Maybe I did. You can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know when I stopped that for my ego death tangent. But uh, the next sentence, I think, is is, is so kind. You look like some kind of pathetic wannabe by messing around the trampoline. And then he says, Dana, that I was an embarrassment to him and that I was to go to bed now. <laughs> And not leave the room until morning so that I would be more of an idiot in front of company. Can you imagine someone on your fucking birthday telling you you're going to go to bed now? You're an an (laughs) embarrassment to me. Honestly, I think... Wow. The listeners don't know me. Um, They don't know... I mean, I have such a problem with authority, like people telling me what to do, like this would <laughs> not be a good solution for me to have my partner telling me to do anything. Um, oh, This unreasonable? <laughs> it doesn't even matter how reasonable, like in this way, like that is so reminiscent of like a parent telling a child what to do. Like right. I would just be... I would be doing something intentionally the opposite. That's how my mind works. So I might not be the best person to ask, but this is so disgusting to me. Um, And also funny because his name is Duke. And (laughs) I'm kind of picturing Duke Duke of doing this. Yeah. So with his shades on, he wears his sunglasses at night. Um, So... I don't know if you remember the title or not, but this I think this is where, where our hero comes in to save the day. Oh, Ronnie, yeah. Ronnie. As this is going on, Duke is getting louder and louder, and he is slamming things around the room as dumb, uh, controlling, abusive, possessive men are, tend to do, you know? Uh, <clears throat> moving objects. Yeah. I went to leave as I was quite upset at this point, but he blocks the door, so I sit down on the bed. Ronnie is banging on the door and tells Duke to open up. Duke goes out into the hall, and I can hear Duke and Ronnie arguing. Next thing I know, Ronnie comes into the room and says to go with him. I was sobbing like crazy at this point because I hate confrontation in general. So I just nod and I go with him. Ronnie makes sure my other friends have left and then we both get into a taxi. I don't know where Duke has gone, but he's still in the house somewhere. I'm crying a bunch in the car and don't say much, but Ronnie calls his and uh, Duke's mother and gives us a brief brief one rundown of what happened we got to ronnie's place he lives with a couple and they were all all really nice the girl roommate lent me some stuff to sleep in and ronnie told me to take his bed and he would sleep on the couch i was kind of all over the place but eventually i got some sleep so i'll just say right now i think you picked the wrong brother yeah no kidding (laughs) 
Next morning, I got up and had coffee with Ronnie and one of his roommates. Ronnie asked if Duke had behaved that way before, and I let him know about Duke's temper, but explained that he had never blown up over something as insignificant as me mucking... Okay, Dana, UK. Yeah, I knew it. Fuck. But hey, a redemptive UK post. Yeah. As me mucking around on a trampoline. I asked Ronnie if he thought maybe I did or said something that might have upset Duke and didn't realize it due to being tipsy, but Ronnie said no and that my and and that Duke's behavior was unacceptable. Okay. I felt silly and embarrassed. Wow oh, fuck, come on, dude. Especially knowing that Ronnie and my friends had heard everything Duke had said. Again, right. now she's the one that's rightfully <clears throat> embarrassed. Right. I mean, I mean, embarrassed might not be the right word for it. Yeah. She should be alarmed, on guard, and planning her exit from this, you know. You know, it's, it's building up to the point. I mean, he, he basically was keeping her in the room, right? Yeah. So physically, physically intimidating, looming over yeah. her. And if there wasn't anybody involved, you know. So these things just don't happen. Again, it's not the creepy sexual predator in the in the dark alleyway lurking and coming with a thing of roses and tricking you. It's like con man or something. These things happen gradually over time with some really grooming, you know, these domestic abuse situations, I should say. So, right. Um, again, threat level murderous red rage. Right. So, anyway... She feels silly and embarrassed. And Ronnie, uh, I said, better get home and try to sort some things out. So Ronnie said that he wanted to stay at, uh, hit, that, he, that I think he wanted her to stay at his place for just a bit longer to calm down. And they would really rather prefer that I didn't go home straight away as Duke could still be angry. God, come on. I get, I mean, I always say, come on, God, for fuck's sake get with the program, you know. Yeah. I understand these are, aren't easy situations, but as right. somebody who's, and I know you know this, Dana, but I'm just telling everybody else, as somebody who reads, and <laughs> there are, for every episode that you hear of the Glibcast, okay, every poster and every question and every statement and every venting and so forth, rant, I read so much of this and it becomes increasingly frustrating that there's so many signals so many signifiers so many red flags indicators of like you are in danger what the fuck are you thinking right. why be in it and i know it's insensitive i know that it's not difficult it's very difficult to get out of these kind of things and people are going to rationalize and justify different sort of things. And there's also redeeming qualities, people that are, tend to be controlling and abusive. So this is a very complicated landscape. But when I read things like, you're going to go home to this guy, I'm worried for her, I'm troubled, and I'm just like, please, 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 move on, figure it out. And I know it's not that easy, but it is like, I cannot, I cannot stymie and stuff down those feelings. So that's how they come out anyway. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's really hard. I think 
people see these as one-offs sometimes and like it's hard to kind of contextualize it. Yeah, like in a lot of ways, this seems like it might have been one of those, the one of the first occasions where it really manifested her, the temper, right? So like Ronnie, like, uh, you know, sympathetically was like, and hey, I'll go home and like my brother, does he usually act like this? And she's like, yeah, Duke has a temper, but explain that he hasn't blown up over something as insignificant as mucking around on a trampoline and something that uh, that I, I kind of recognize too is like the next paragraph she goes I felt silly and embarrassed right so what is she doing there Dana well I mean, I mean she what I is think she, she doing? feels I mean the silly part but I I understand feeling embarrassed. I mean, I would feel embarrassed. But instead of reckoning, okay, so it's her birthday. She yeah. was drunk. Her friends were there. She she did clarify in the beginning of the story, right? The family was gone, okay? It was a close-knit group of friends. People were on a fucking trampoline being silly, yeah. right? Right. Being silly. So, But what she does is she internalizes the, or the responsibility or a culpability. I don't think she's doing that. You think so? So again, I think she's embarrassed and feels silly about it. But that's not. It is okay to be embarrassed. Like this brother of her boyfriend is taking care yeah. of her, and and then she's embarrassed about this outburst. But again, she could feel silly because he did this, and she w- allowed it to happen in a way. So earlier, you were saying that he is—he's a dumb guy, right? Yeah. For feeling embarrassed for for this being a representation. Right. Of, of him. Now, right. she shouldn't feel embarrassed for his outburst. Right. Right. It's but I think so, it's I think. like very different when you are. I'm just like saying it might be indi- in- indicative of somebody that's a little bit more codependent. Yeah, it could be. I mean, yeah. I think it's the like when you bring up somebody's relationship like that and mm-hmm. you put somebody in that position when they're where they're super vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's when people get embarrassed when they are actually humiliated like she was. She was humiliated by her partner. So let's get back to her testimony here. So Ronnie said he wanted me to stay at his place for just a bit longer to calm down and that he would would really rather that I didn't go home straight away uh, as Duke. By the way, Ronnie's brother could still be angry. So his brother knows his brother, right? Ronnie knows his brother. And, you know, if there's an extension of embarrassment and responsibility, he's taking this girl under his wing and, like, trying to protect her. Right. But also, like, trying to... He knows his brother. I mean, there's... (laughs) That's a... uh, That's quite the... uh, Complicated triangle here I think yeah it really is um, he also called their mother who was mentioned earlier right and told her what happened um, which I <sighs> I mean maybe they're heading off you know like the early warning signs of something who knows maybe this guy can be talked to yeah, I think, I mean... I, I don't know when it comes to an intervention for potential domestic abusers, but... Even though I know that Ronnie's actions are justified, I, I... 
it just, it's super weird to me intervening in your brother's relationship like that. I mean, it was obviously, I don't know, emotionally abusive, I think. I think I would be more likely to grab my brother by the nape of his neck and beat the ever-living shit out of him. That's my impulse as an older brother to a younger brother. And my younger brother is like six, two, three, probably has like 30 pounds on me. And I can still take him because I'm the older brother. (laughs) I know how he operates. So is is Ronnie the younger or the older brother? I don't know. It wasn't really ever established. I'm not even sure if we, uh, we did get ages earlier, 24 and 21. But um, I mean, all in all, like what I'm saying is, that would be my impulse, seeing my blood, my brother, yeah. who I'm sure I wrestled with and so forth. Um, yeah, that would be my impulse. And I think this is like the only way that I really endorse violence and aggressiveness in a really healthy way. It's just kind of being the shit out of your brother when he's being a shitty person to a, a woman. <laughs> okay. I feel like it's, it's, I would grab him by the, instead of like, hey... <laughs> That's quite the uh, quite the thing to take your brother's girlfriend out of the room that he is looming over her and keeping her locked up in, yeah. and then taking her to your house. Now he seems like a friendly guy, and hopefully Ronnie stays our hero at this point. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean that he just kind of got dunked on <laughs> as a brother, you know. Yeah. He, I mean, I would be very upset, especially if my younger brother did. Oof, forget about it. Older brother, supposed to take you under the wing, supposed to look after you and maybe grab you by the nape of, nape of the neck and, you know, knock you down a peg, I think. Again, I don't know how you deal with and intervene appropriately in these situations. Um, but I, <clears throat> I got to give him credit because, you know, and in that juncture, he's the only one that probably could step in, yeah, and do something. And and he really rose to the occasion. Yeah, the, the rightness and the wrongness, or the awkwardness of that thing. I don't know involving the mother. I don't know how these relationships work. I don't know if in the UK this is a very common uh, display. Man, Whenever someone gets around a trampoline, I don't know how it works. I just <clears throat> there's something a little off about it to me. I just I don't know. Um, I don't have a brother, but. I really hope that you there's something off about Ronnie here at the end, just for a little more intrigue. Let's, yeah, there might be. Let's I, keep reading. Let's keep reading. Yeah. So she gives in, right? So I gave in and hung out there with Ronnie and his roommates. We all just played video games and got some takeout. I ended up feeling much better afterwards, so I'm glad I stayed. Early evening, I told Ronnie I should really go home. I didn't have any of my clothes, and more importantly, I needed my stuff for university the next day. Uh, he, Ronnie drove me over, but didn't really want me to go inside. I told him it would really be fine, and I promised I would call him if anything happened. Ronnie agreed, but said he would wait outside for a few minutes just in case. Dog, it's your brother. Go up there yourself. Yeah, this already, is this is what I'm kind of getting at. Yeah, like, is he just like, what is he doing, Dan? Don't you think this is weird? Like, am I the only one that like? I, I get that he's trying to protect her, but this is his brother. Yeah, like, yeah, 
he even asks, like, has this happened before? Like, I mean, it just seems like he's just completely like, oh, my brother is the devil. And oh, I don't think he's saying, I don't think that's been established <clears throat> yet. That's an interesting take. I don't think that he thinks that about his brother. He doesn't want her to go over there. Um, I he, think he knows his brother's wrath and rage and, and fits, and maybe he needs some time to cool off. Uh, I also think that he's kind of got the hots for her a little bit. I mean, that's that's like one obvious conclusion is that he's trying to, but yeah. like he's being like super protective of her. Paternalistic, you said earlier yeah. that he was showing it. I feel like he's kind of got the same. Yeah. And he's his brother after all. This could be a Cain yeah. and Abel it's tale a, for all a, we know. It's really paternalistic. And it's to me, it's really weird how he's not describing this brother, but describing his, his brother with his, how, how Ronnie is describing Duke with his actions is really right. weird to me. There's something a little fucky about this one, that's for sure. Yeah. So I got inside. This is her talking now, right? I got inside and Duke wasn't home. So I told Ronnie to go and went about tidying up from the party, okay? Duke eventually rocked up. And <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lowrider, so like he he, he rocked. He, he was on the high. He had both of them on a high, and then he like lowered one and then the other, so it looked like it was rocking. Okay, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? It, I it, do, but I'm doubtful of that being the what she's trying to say. So Duke eventually rocked up and seemed calm enough. Maybe there's some misspelling there. I don't know UKisms and their idioms. I told him, I thought, told Duke, I thought, we need to have a talk, and he agreed. We sat down on the couch, and I explained to him that I didn't think the way he spoke to me last night, didn't like the way he spoke to me last night, I think was what she's saying, and asked for an explanation. His response was, quote, I will discuss that with you after you delete Ronnie's phone number. You won't be speaking to him again. You won't be speaking to him again? Well, yeah. this guy's scary. <laughs> yeah. This guy's frightening. So, like, <laughs> Ronnie maybe should... You know, he's like, okay. You know, he's like, this is, again, the guy that folds his arms, yeah. sweats, is a man... And outwardly, he's not showing any of his emotions about how uncomfortable he is, right? Or how insecure so, he is. Yeah. Oh, inferior. What did you say? Sorry. Insecure. Insecure and how he's feeling inferior. He realizes that he went, he stepped out of bounds over, uh, out of, over the. Overreached. Like, overreached. Or however you want to put it. Yeah. And he made a fool of himself. He also got fucking cucked by his fucking brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he sees That's it. That's how yeah. he sees it. And instead of even addressing it. Yeah. You will not be speaking to him. Right. And uh, my point also, uh, to add a piggyback <clears throat> onto that, he has been s sitting there stewing, thinking about how he can reclaim control, and he's been thinking about, well, it's, uh, she writes in two different uh, clauses, but it could be two, two uh, sentences as well. I'm an English manager, I'm sorry, as, as you are, Dana. Don't tell people that. Uh, we are, I think they already <laughs> know by now. Again, he's been thinking about this and mulling over a very efficient way, a, um, a very sterile and serious way that cannot be misinterpreted. 
for weakness. The or entire emotional. or emotional. The entire evening. I will discuss that with you after you d- delete Ronnie's num- phone number. That's you won't be speaking to him again. It's like there's no. The, tr- oh, there's so many. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Though? The most revealing. You know, he's been thinking about that for a while. Oh, I feel. Yeah. I feel. I mean, all night. You won't be speaking to him again. Yeah, I was confused as all hell at this and asked what that what that had to do with the matter at hand. He told me that Ronnie disrespected him by interfering in our relationship, and that we were cutting ties with him. Wow. Okay. Isolating her from <sighs> friends, family, and I guess potential heroes and potential better brothers to fuck. I think I just want to stop there. For, I think this is a perfect example to get in why it's so hard to um, when when you're in a domestic abuse situation, why it's so hard to leave. Because I think he actually has a point, and I brought that up before. Is like I think he did kind of disrespect his brother when Ronnie did all this shit. Yeah. I think he actually has a point. The thing is, this when is when I said cucked, I laugh about it. Yeah. but he was cucked. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I think this is this guy is like literally give like I at Matt Matt's house isn't cold. Like I'm getting chills in the back of my neck. Like yeah. I when he said that and his response, like he disrespected me. Like I totally see. Yeah, there is a li- like we were just discussing. Yeah, like you know he kind of like. This isn't what you're supposed to do with your like. What is going on? It's hard unless you're buying your plane ticket. Yeah, another continent. Yeah, you don't do this, right? You know, and that's the thing. It's it's so hard to see because it seems so reasonable if you're inside of it and you're. I feel like there's so many women out there in our maybe audience. If we if we've got an audience at this point that are just scratching their heads going, what the fuck are these guys talking about? And they don't understand how easily offended and maimed a man's ego can get. I mean, like the whole idea, again, of her falling sillily off off of a trampoline, right? Like, I'm not saying I would care about that, but I can imagine a man caring about that. Well, we also you know? know people that would care oh, about sure, that. Oh, sure, but what and I'm saying... And that's what's funny about it, to me at least. But you like, can have that impulse, I think, as a man, where yeah. it's like, like, like maybe... Some, I'm not saying all women, of course. I'm sure people out there... And not all women are scratching their heads either. But people out there are like, what's Dana talking about? Like, this... This guy's doing a good thing. He's like a hero. Like, he's taking care of her. He's looking after her, you know? Yeah. He's not talking down her necessarily. She said she didn't know what to do. She was sobbing, right? Yeah. She just went with him, like, willingly because that was the only out. She felt trapped. All those things are true, right? But also, we're considering the reaction yeah. from the man that was looming over her. Right. And also the familial um, com- competition inherent in brother. Right relationship, and we're thinking like, right. why is he? How is he? What's his what angle? We're thinking too. is, what yeah, is yeah. this guy? What is Ronnie thinking here? I don't know. Like that. That's what he our first response up, that's for was. Sure, he's got to. He's got to clear this up with his brother before she is anywhere near this thing. I think. Right, you but know? I just want to. I just yeah, want to reiterate, like, yeah. what we were thinking. At least I was thinking. I'll right. say before 
these last couple sentences from mm. Duke because that was some truly like horror movie shit to me at least. Like, uh, I'll say, can I say it again real quick? Yeah. Uh, this is the sentence you said earlier. I will discuss that with you after you delete Ronnie's phone number. You won't be speaking to him again. And then Duke told her that Ronnie disrespected him by interfering in a relationship. This is the thing that I really that really drew my attention, and that we were cutting ties with him. Right. That we. Yeah. That we. Yeah. That we. Right. Wow. Yeah. The we. The we. Yeah. We haven't gotten to that yet. But yeah. yeah. The we is. That's, also very that, that's disturbing. Scary. That's the scary thing. That's also very scary. The, he's thinking for the both of them. Oh, he's making decisions yeah. completely unilaterally. But yeah. he, I think before that, you know, to me it's like, okay, Ronnie makes this, this comes in ignoring his brother's whole, you know, he basically does what I would do if this was a stranger. And I saw this happening to a stranger, right? right? He doesn't acknowledge that this is his brother. From an outsider, I'm like, this is your brother, dude. I keep being like, why aren't you dealing with your brother as opposed to like getting this girl as far away from your brother as possible? Like this is a weird reaction unless you think your brother, or unless you know your brother is violent. And then it just keeps coming to the point where you're like, wait, I think he does know something is really fucked with his brother. Like really something is loose, something with control, anger, violence, something. And then when these sentences come up, the other part of it though, to me, I think that's important to note as an insider, you can totally see if Matt and I as an outsider are understanding how that can be perceived as disrespect towards his brother. Yeah. How, as an insider, when you're doubting yourself, you're doubting the love, you, you love this person, you're doubting that this person could ever hurt you, that it's easy to see these things as reasonable or to, uh, to look at it and say, well, there's, there's truth to this. And that's what's so difficult about these situations is because there is truth to this, right? Right. There is some very there's some realness to this then he has a reason to feel disrespected right he has a reason of small reason she wasn't being serious yeah she was being silly forget that it was her birthday forget that you're being insensitive forget that you called her a stupid cow yeah you were embarrassed by her and in some ways i guess you could, could term that what she did as embarrassing and you could also probably fashion a delusional world wherein you don't realize that you are physically intimidating, that you were trying to be your patriarchal, our paternalistic, and trying to take care of her. You right. felt like she was embarrassing. And then your person, your lover, went with your brother. Yeah. And then your brother, um, sounds like he kind of prodded and poked and probed a little bit to see if she can't reveal any more information about how awful he was. And then yeah. clearly... He either very poorly communicated with his brother about why he did what he did and or they never really had that great relationship because I'm telling you, if I did this or my brother did this, there, I mean, it'd be hard to put myself in that position. But I can see, I guess I could see it, right, taking the girl away from my brother and doing the, all these things in a very, like, helpful way, okay? Like, he, this, like Ronnie seems to have done in some ways. Yeah. And maybe being curious and asking those questions. Because yeah. I want to know my brother's true heart and what it's like, and I want to make yeah. sure if and they're going wanna... back in the situation that 
that's a good situation to go back into. Right. But I'll tell you what, I might go up with her, and I think I'd rather you sit here, eat some more waffles or whatever they fucking eat over there, an English muffin, I don't know, and you go up, you, you go up there and you clear the air with your brother and explain why you did what you did, that you right. wasn't trying to summon an affront. I realize how this could be perceived, brother, as being disrespectful towards you. Don't take it down right. on her. I just felt like maybe you overstepped. Uh, yeah. You know, and that's what I would have done. We live in an imperfect world where these things don't always but come that's, together. I think, uh, yeah. yeah, and I mean, I think that's why, again, it's so hard to, you know, it's so hard to judge abusive situations from the outside because yeah. it always looks like it's so easy to leave. But right. then we get the we, I think, which is the where we. we left out, which yeah. is a very scary use of the word we. Yeah. Which is, I think he said something like, we, we were cutting ties with him, being him being Ronnie. Yeah. He told me he wouldn't discuss anything else about the night before until I did that. Again, um, a lot of that discussion is, first thing, he thought it through. Yeah. He's reclaiming or uh, regaining control over the situation. So just by the way, we're not talking to him anymore. Right. And also, I'm not going to discuss the thing that I did wrong until you don't talk, you you've delete his phone number. And this is a yeah. very, I was just reading, I need to do more research about like different types of power and how they're exercised, but this yeah. is incredibly aggressive. Absolutely. Yeah. Like this is, I think that's what freaks me out the most is that there's nothing passive. I mean, it's manipulative, yes, but like it's very fucking aggressive. And what is it reinforced by? What do you mean? Uh, I'm going to answer my own oh, question. Oh, okay. Really. I didn't know we did yeah. rhetorical and it, Yeah, sorry. <laughs> what is it reinforced by? It's reinforced by sensible, rational, you know, logical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This follows. Right. You were emotional in a fucking hot mess last night. You were a cow, a pig, sloppy, drunk, embarrassing, right? Right. It's a it's a counter it's a reaction right a counter reaction to again reclaiming control uh, changing the narrative and definitely uh, abuse power move right here. I told Duke I thought that it was pretty unnecessary and that Ronnie had been trying to help me because Duke was acting really threatening and that I would have probably done the same in Ronnie's shoes. Well. Duke did not like that. He yelled, called me some names, and left the house. After a few hours, he sent me a text, quote, I am sorry for yelling, but you need to, re- to respect what I want if you want the same in return. This can't be one-sided. Delete Ronnie's number, and we will finish the conversation. Love you. I replied that I needed a little time to think and said I would be sleeping in a spare room when he got home and to please leave me some space for a while. I went to bed, heard Duke come in very late. He opened the door to the spare room and turned on the light. But as I woke up, he just walked out of the room and slammed the door. So this morning I've woken up. Duke is at work and I have a text from Ronnie. Oh, fuck. I haven't read this at all, Dana. I'm really worried about what's coming next. Really worried. I hope it's fucking yeah. heartfelt and nice. 
Okay, it starts well. So here's Ronnie's text. Hey, I hope you're okay. Look what, uh, look what, look. Okay, <laughs> lack of punctuation is fucking me up. Look, what Duke did the other night is really not all right. And I think you should get out of there for a while. I've talked to him and it's, uh, I've talked to, I don't know. I've talked to him and it's totally fine for you, for you to crash here until you figure out what you want to do. What? This is fucking weird, man. So that leaves me where I am now. Don't know what to do about the situation. Do ask, Duke ass. I think, okay, this is why I think I, there's a, there's something that was messed up in that punctuation. I think, what, what was this? I've talked to my roommates is I think what they were yes. trying to say. Right. Okay, so Bronnie's saying, I've talked to my roommates and it's totally fine for you to crash here until you figure out what you want to do. So that leaves me where I am now. I don't know what I want to do about the situation. Do I do as Duke asks and I cut contact with Ronnie or take Ronnie's offer of some space away from uh, Duke to clear my head? My worry is that if I stay at uh, Ronnie's, that will destroy any chance of fixing things with Duke. And here's an edit. Actually. So we're back from a pregnant pause here on the Glipcast. And if we're going to break the fourth wall here and look behind the curtain, there was an update and we were just completely blindsided by it. The long and the short of it. And honestly, I feel like even attempting to go into the broad strokes of this motherfucker we'd be here for like, I don't know, a three or four hour episode. And a lot has happened. There's a lot to be updated. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I showed Dana this story as well. And I never do that. Yes. He, he didn't give me the keys to the car, but he let me, he let me peek inside. <laughs> Under the hood, as it were. Um, one thing I will tell you, and, you know, it's just, it's quite the clusterfuck. It's quite, quite the family drama. And it's just one sad thing after another. Uh, but she left. Well, let's just go to her uh, Toulon didn't read. We should do that. Yeah. I think that's appropriate. Yeah. Left Duke, staying at Ronnie's, lawn traumatized as a result. Right. Yeah. Um, the only thing I want to wrap up, because it was something we had talked about earlier, was uh, Ronnie did know there was something going on with this dude. That's a big part. Yeah. So Basically, his brother had a relationship in the past where he was physically abusive and that the family was understandably wary and considering yep. her safety. And, yeah, I, I can't pretend I know how to deal with that. And uh, yeah. he threw a big fit that ended up with her lot being traumatized. Uh, Imagine uh, Jerry Spring- Springer mixed with cops, mixed with some Britishisms, British, British type thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't a know lot of they... fog and dreariness. Imagine cops, Jerry Springer. Oh, what do they call cops? Bobbies. Imagine oh, cops. Called Bobbies, but you know, like, <laughs> but Bobbies. Yeah. Imagine cops uh, without guns. And I mean the cops, like bad boys, bad boys. You know what I'm saying? What you gonna do? Yeah. But yeah. Bobby's. Yeah. 
and mixed with like Jerry Springer with worse teeth. <laughs> and uh, on lots a lawn, of crumpets. No crumpets. What's a crumpet? Is that a cookie? You know, I thought it was a cookie. I asked my mom a while ago to get them from the grocery store, and they're like spongy Uh English muffins. They're. I I thought it was going to be like a delicious tea cake, but it's definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, basically, dude threw a huge psychotic fit. Threatened his brother, all sorts of things. Threatened his own life. His own life. Yeah, it was just just madness. It's not even really interesting. It's just it's a fucking not mess. really interesting. I yeah. I just I feel so bad for her, and I also you know, yeah. I mean, you could see that from those. Honestly, if I just had those two sentences that she, yeah, earlier, I think we we diagnosed this really early on. I fuck, yeah. I diagnosed it with the fucking title. You're right, but sorry that. Those two sentences for me, like, sealed the deal of this dude is frightening. And, uh, you know. And a big part of this, too, and I I don't know if we can end on that because it's not really funny or interesting, that interesting. But a big part of this, too, is she's struggling with housing. Ronnie's putting it all up. Like, she's going to, she's trying to find housing. So, like, there's an economic reality um, and implications of the situation, which is always a huge consideration when people are thinking about leaving, moving out of their lives. Um, so, I mean, again, I'm going to let a punch drunk lady just finish it off. I left Duke staying at Ronnie's lawn traumatized as a result. And you can read, uh, the metaphoric language in any of that if you want, but especially your lawn. It's just a facade. It's just the exterior. Hopefully yep. you can build your household and, and fix yourself upright and get yourself together. And, you know, hopefully these fucking, this family uh, reaches out to you a lot long before you're belittled. I guess they did a pretty good job of it, didn't they? Yeah. All they've things been, considered. They've been yeah. doing great, actually, with yeah. reaching out to her. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe explain that evening, like, eh, when he's poking and prodding, my brother has a problem with being abusive. Right. Don't send that girl back into that household. We, yeah, that, well, he tried, you know, that's He the tried thing. a little bit, but I guess he did try, didn't he? That was the insistence that we were, were a little bit weirded out about, but. Yeah, and we yeah. were kind of like, well, what does he, what does, what he, he say? If he does know something, yeah. then that's, you know, well, I was like, well, if he like, doesn't know anything, well, why is he worse? being an asshole? Yeah, what's like, worse, that he doesn't tell her and tries to keep her? Or like, yeah. Tells her, it's it's just it's messy. It's messy. So I'm gonna after this, I'm gonna um, call my brother and tell him I love him and check in on him. I haven't talked to him in a while. I really, I gotta talk to my brother. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's a great guy. I'm just, I just, I miss my brother. I haven't thought about him in a while. Yeah, so that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Get my okay. family right again here. I think get my af- household in order. After we finish this, I'm gonna have a drink. That's where I'm at. Um, this took I, a lot out of me, honestly. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, yeah, just, got, people just be nice to each other. Could you, for fucking once, like, I mean, we'd be out of a job right. that doesn't pay, but regardless, just fucking be nice, please. Right. Jesus Christ. And uh, maybe we'll have to execute a few front. Backflips while we're at it too here. Oh yeah, dude. Get, get us a trampoline here. Yeah, maybe we could have a trampoline uh, GoFundMe here. 
theglibcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we set oh, it, somebody we should just set it up. Instead of a Patreon, we should just have like an Amazon wish list that's just trampolines. <laughs> like a hundred. <laughs> we could record an entire episode on a trampoline. <laughs> yeah. That would be super fun it's to awesome. listen to. <laughs> it's like a, it's on the radio. Nobody can hear, see anything. There's just like, now you're, you're coming cool. in too. <laughs> Okay. All right. We love you all out there and be safe. Watch yeah. out for these red flags. Threat level. Um, Murderous macaroni? rage. Red. Uh, <laughs> I want to I bring it down to threat level macaroni. <laughs> yeah. Macaroni cheese. Is this like the threat levels for you know kindergartners? Like, yeah, like, well, you ever seen threat those? Threat level. <laughs> You've seen those colors, right? Like it's like, you know, there's in the cute Isn't that a colors. color? No, it is. Macaroni? Oh, no, you got you to gotta get, get a, a, a broader uh, crayon box. Yeah, there's plenty out there. It's crazy colors. I mean, I'm. I, I, do you know what the name of the color database is? I don't, Dana. I'm just saying that an innocuous, <laughs> an innocuous sounding it's, threat it's pantatone. is threat level macaroni. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Threat level macaroni. All right. Well, I'm glad we're finishing this on a laugh. I didn't think it was going to happen. I, so. I always try to make it happen. This is the end. Hey, you guys made it. All right. Thanks for choosing Glipcast. That was real nice of them, Dana. Don't you think so? Yeah, I mean, it was very nice. Just let's keep the excitement down. We don't want them to be too excited and raise our expectations. I'm excited. Come on. Yeah, okay. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Email us at theglipcast at gmail.com. We want our relationship with you, our audience, our beloved listener, to be a courtship of sorts, an interplay, a back and forth. Send us your feedback, settle our arguments and disputes, answer our polls, and tell us how amazing we are. Oh, and send us your hate mail, too. God, Dana, I can't wait for that hate mail. I know, I'm really excited. It's going to be so awesome. Also, if you have some relationship problems of your own and need some advice, we hope you will share your stories. No promises, but with your permission, with a name change or two, Dan and I just might read them on Clipcast. Just don't forget. Oh, and Dana wants you to send him your nudes. Yes, I do. He made me say that. And yes, I did. Again, that's theglibcast at gmail.com. You need the, the, before the Glipcast part. Our Twitter handle is at Glipcast. Again, that's at Glipcast. Rate us five stars on Apple Podcast Reviews. Your ratings and reviews will help Glipcast rise to its proper place in the podcast power rankings. It takes 10 seconds. Tap the purple icon, rate us, write whatever you want. A little does go a long way. Thanks again. We hope you've enjoyed listening to our show as much as we've enjoyed making it. And remember, spay and neuter your pets, drink more water, dream big, hide your children, and if you're on fire, stop, drop, and roll with the punches. Until we meet again, internet friends, be well. <laughs>